Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. Joining me is one of our consultants, Larry Holt, who covers or focuses rather on economic development and incentives. Today, our topic is going to be around Chapter 380s and particularly particularly around the, the uh, pending deal with the City of Austin and NXP Semiconductors. Larry, welcome back to the show. Hey, good to be back, AJ. Good to see you. You as well, all the way from, Cal- all the way from California. That's right. All right. So let's get to it. Um, Larry, so you're familiar enough with the deal, the next PDO. This came up at council last week on first reading last Thursday. Um, and I'll be back up at council, city council this Thursday for final vote. I think it's, you know, this is an interesting one to me. And as it is for you, I think we we're talking about before in the, in the virtual green room, um, you know, the city of Austin hasn't, is, hasn't been known for doing incentive deals. Yeah, I mean, that's what's really interesting here is I th- I feel like global business and expansion is back mm-hmm. uh, on some well, level. It never left the, the region, right? I mean, a lot of these deals were happening in in, in uh, Hayes County and definitely in Williamson County, the Samsung factory, anything else. And so it's, you know, I think the caveat here is, right, NXP has two, foot, has two facilities in the city proper. And this is also tied to a bigger play for CHIPS Act funding. I think when you, absolutely. And I think when you look though at the history of the city of Austin, I think that's what's really interesting to me. And, you know, I think over the past few years, the city rightly has been focused on standing up AEDC, uh, the city um, um, subsidiary that does uh, a lot of their land use economic development, but there's still a robust uh, global business and expansion team. And you know, when I was in Central Texas, they were frequently doing deals. And I think uh, that's kind of hit the back burner. So uh, I think I think even if you talked to people at the city, they would be kind of pleasantly surprised that they were able to do this. And you hit on the key thing, right, which is they kind of have to to leverage those Chips Act dollars. But mm-hmm. uh, uh I think it kind of represents, you know, uh, I, I believe a change under Mayor Watson uh, in terms of how proactive is uh, the city's economic development team going to be. And this is a great project. I mean, NXP is uh, in Austin by way of their free, squ- free scale. scale. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're kind of getting, when you talk free scale, I mean, you're kind of talking the history of, and really uh, Motorola before that, Motorola uh, right before that. That's right. So, uh, and then there's just, uh, I think a lot, there's even more about NXP as a company that I think is interesting here. But from an economic development perspective, you know, the, the deal is fairly straightforward. Um, you know, I believe they're, uh, what the city approved was 65% of their property taxes over five years. Um, via a 382, uh, and what that uh, what that amounts to is a little bit over a million dollars. And now there's been some back and forth. You mentioned the second reading coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, some community members wanted to see, and council members wanted to see, you know, dollars for childcare, uh, dollars for uh, training. Uh, but this expansion is really critical to NXP, uh, and and given how property taxes work in Texas. Uh, you know, uh, basically, I think what what looks like around 
uh, 40% property tax relief over the first five years of this expansion. Pretty significant. Mm -hmm. I think too, you know, we were watching last week at work session. Uh, it was telling that, you know, a number, I mean, there wasn't any opposition to it. I think the, the more questions around childcare, Mayor Watts, uh, Mayor Watson, as well as council member Vanessa Fuentes. And um, I think we look at, you know, a roadmap, potentially for future for folks, whether it's for, where it's around 380 and CHIPS Act funding or any kind of incentive, right? I think the refrain, you know, the focus most likely, or at least one path for companies in the future is around uh, funding childcare. I think and the mayor said as much in speaking publicly in the dais to uh, the NXP representative at council, um, just wanting to see more of that, right? Also, I'm saying AJ, they're the first company to apply for it, but for future companies, I think pretty much we were watching. This is something the council wants, right? In as many words, they want they want partners, you know, who are looking to avail themselves of the city of Austin seal to help and assist with childcare funding, which the mayor campaigned on as one of uh, you know, it's a it, it's it parallel with our affordable housing crisis right now. Well, and AJ, I know we've talked about this with Bingham Group clients, right? Which is what is the narrative of a project that is coming, you know, before the city of Austin, uh, before Williamson County, wherever in Texas, you know, and I think companies interested uh, in having public sector support for their projects need to do that homework on, you know, what is the story? Why is this going to help Austin? And, and what is the company going to do from kind of a community perspective to really show that, you know, it's aligned with those Austin values you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Or hire us to help you with that too. <laughs> that can work as well. Yeah, but well, regardless, you know, you're well, sir, go ahead. Uh, no, I, that story is important. You know, I don't yeah. think in that kind of, um, you know, um, Wild West, Texas economic development game, uh, certainly not in Austin. So I think companies being able to really refine their narrative and, and talk about uh, you know, how this this project in particular, I think, did a great job of talking about how it was going to retain uh, so many jobs because this gets to the NXP issue, right, which is about half their business now in semiconductor is in the automotive industry. Uh, so they've really got to expand supply uh, Volkswagen and they won't, NXP won't say this, but they're a Tesla supplier as well. So, oh, interesting. Uh, does is that other opportunities for Austin? And I'm I'm sure uh, the smart people at the city saw that. But I think NXP did a really good job of showing, hey, you know, we want to be part of this community. Uh, here's our business need for this project, and uh, let's come up with a way to partner on a win-win for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. I think we had a better test. Well, we'll see what happens on Thursday. I, my my expectation is this will pass. Uh, or be voted you know, favorably by council. I'm curious what happens though with companies who don't have a physical footprint in Austin or looking to full on build something in within the city or yeah, you know, actually a yeah, full on build, you know, build a footprint within the city proper. So that will be, it's a whole different uh, case study, obviously. It's, it's easier, I think, when you're, you're here already and want to build out and do more here versus being brand new. But either way, I think it is a, it is a, a you know, a changing path course for the city. You know, we, I wouldn't have thought that, I don't think this would have been attempted several years ago. I mean, look, even last year, right, with NXP, they pursued funding under the, under the former Chapter 313 
may rest in peace, uh, yeah, you know, deal with the state. And part of that though was getting funding from Austin, or sorry, it was was getting approval from Austin ISD, and that yes. was a very tight vote. It went it went uh, against NXP five four, and That's that right. was you know that was I, there probably other a lot of reasons for that, right? But it was under you know again they I think the same it wasn't chip sack, but it was around you know they had two they had footprints in the city are looking to develop and grow those footprints and well, tight vote yeah. went, went down. And and that's you know that's what's great about the new Chips Act bill and I you know the city of Austin culture like as long back as far back as I can remember is they are interested in projects with other uh, entities whether that's the county the state or now the federal government um, so uh, I think that that really kind of gives city of Austin reassurance that that this is a good well vetted project so. I do think they will be open to kind of greenfield. You were, you were kind of um, going, are they going to be doing new projects? And I think what you're seeing in Austin in particular is a, a new alignment uh, around uh, the internal city department, global business, global business expansion, AEDC, uh, and Opportunity Austin. And there's a real focus on international. Uh, so uh, I, I believe that much more of a need uh, to really make sure that messaging is right before you go after those public dollars. Yeah. When you factor that in with already the you know, robust economic development going on in Williamson County in the various cities there, as well as Hayes County. I mean, it only adds to what we'll, we'll see the next five years rings for the city. I think there's a lot, I mean, there's, we've been booming right regardless, we've been booming without Austin in play in terms of economic development, but with us in play and companies seeing it kind of, I mean, Every, you know, the regions are, we compete with the Hay with Hayes County and so on, but it's, it's all of the good for our region. Oh, huge. I mean, that's, you know, the, the biggest growth in the country over the past uh, 20 years. And uh, I know uh, when I lived in Austin to when I moved, like I, one day I worked out that about 400,000 people had moved there since I moved there. And I'm mm -hmm. sure that number is even more astronomical for you. But, oh, yeah. You know, when you when you think about that, and, and these are kind of the nuances of, of Texas, right, which is, you know, Travis County's not very inclined to offer programs these days. Um, but, you know, if a project is looking at a community in Williamson County, there's the potential to get city and county um, uh, abatement support, for instance. So, uh, you know two possible avenues for additional public dollars there. So, you know, if you've seen one community in Central Texas, you've you've seen one community in Central Texas. So a lot of nuance there that we spend a lot of time unpacking. Mm. And I know, I, I think I mentioned like your know, competition a few, a few seconds ago, but I think there is a lot of collaboration too. Maybe it's more zeroing, zeroing in on that. I think even, you mentioned Opportunity Austin, I think there, there was discussions they were having with Opportunity San Antonio but looking at the, even the, the broader San Antonio, Austin region together, mega region or whatever else. But, you know, a company, you know, a company moving like the, the eventual Samsung campus and build out, not to mention the, I don't know, 100 to 150 suppliers that are looking or projected to come here as part of that, uh, their expansion. Yeah, they, they, they don't all be in Taylor or Williams County. But even, right. even if it is, right, I mean, Austin still... The city of Austin is still a hub for entertainment, for the restaurants and wherever it may be. And so it benefits us all 
and um, you know more you know more of everything. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, it. I, I think you hit on a great point that you know is really kind of unique. And you know, I've I've lived you know in, in multiple communities in Texas, uh, in multiple communities on the West Coast, and and one thing that's really unique in in Central Texas is that kind of collaboration that you mentioned, whether it's between you know Austin and Round Rock or Austin and San Antonio, um, you know, other other places in the country would would just go, good luck, you know, we're not, you know, whereas in Texas, uh, you know, it's such a pro-growth state and, and the communities really do work well together. And it's, it's, it really is kind of unique. Well, more to come. We'll be watching on for Thursday's council vote on NXP's chapter 380 agreement, which would go towards uh, kind of the key to unlock the, app the application for CHIPS Act funding. More to come on that. Larry, love to have back in the show to we'll, we can do a, a debrief uh, maybe on Friday or Monday about that. Larry Holt is a Bingham Group consultant focusing on economic development and incentives. Larry, thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you, AJ.